All right, uh, welcome to my mescaline trip report, or uh, San Pedro. Um, for those of you who may have been be watching this for the first time, my name's Zach. I'm Canadian who's currently living in Australia, and I'm making videos basically just about personal growth and finding your true self and reaching your full potential and just about meditation, mindfulness, spirituality and all of these things. And I recently decided that I'm going to start sharing my experiences with psychedelics. And the reason for that is that I've found them to be one of the most significant, important tools in my own personal growth. Um, so two weeks ago, I tried uh, mescaline in a ceremony, a San Pedro ceremony in Perth, Australia. Um, it was not done by an indigenous person, but it was done by someone who had a lot of experience running these ceremonies and someone who's very connected to the to the cacti to the San Pedro uh, he in terms of growing them and and just his experience with them and so there was seven of us there and I'd heard about this through a f yoga friend and before this experience I had only ever tried uh, psilocybin or otherwise known as magic mushrooms and so I really didn't know what to expect going into this in fact I hadn't even really heard of it I'd sort of heard of peyote before um, but I didn't really hadn't really heard about what this type of experience is and it was only about two weeks before um, the ceremony that I had even heard about it. And so I did a little bit of research in that time, and some people had told me that it's a little bit similar to MDMA, but I haven't really had a, an experience on that. Or they said it was like a mix between MDMA and mushrooms, um, but like a much more clear experience. So, and to be honest, I haven't done MDMA, but that sounds fairly accurate um, based on what I've heard about MDMA. Um, so yeah, let's get to it. The experience was absolutely profound. Um, it was truly like a magical night. It's just the best way I can describe it. And hopefully I can get some of that across um, in this story, some of that magic across. Um, so for those that don't know, a mescaline trip lasts quite a while. I've, I've heard anywhere from like 8 to like 16 hours, um, depending on your dose. And unfortunately for any psychonauts out there, I don't actually know the exact dose I had, but I do know it was a very large dose. Um, I had to keep going back for more because I didn't feel it working, <laughs> but sure enough, eventually it did. 
Um, so yeah, it was a, it's it's a long trip, and essentially we met at 4 p.m. on a Saturday, and the plan was just to spend the entire night there. Um, so we were told just to bring whatever we need to sleep or not to sleep but whatever we need to like be comfortable for an evening because there's definitely no sleeping that's for sure um but lots of lots of laying down and just journeying um so yeah showed up 4 p.m there were seven other people there uh, no one there i had met before um nor did i have i had i met the guide and the guide and his girlfriend who were going to be uh, running the ceremony for us and so the cool thing is though it was located at a yoga studio that I had actually been frequenting quite a lot Um, and so it was really cool to connect with that space in a different way Um, since I had been there so much and been there for you know lots of meditation and 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 yoga it felt very connected to that space it was you know any anytime I walk in there it's such a beautiful space and anytime I walk in there I always felt really calm and kind of at home and so anyways the ceremony starts and first he gives us this stuff called hape or rape um, it's also known as which is essentially like a tobacco highly concentrated tobacco snuff like and like plant mixture which were it's a powder and we're meant to we literally got it blown up our nose um and the purpose of that we were told is to essentially cleanse any bad spirits within you um and kind of ground you and it yeah it definitely did that it was a it was wild i did not know what I had no idea that this was going to be part of it and um we they kind of went around in a circle and started um you know I think three people away from me and he he warned before he said you know first this is optional you don't need it if you don't want it and that there may be some purging involved so essentially throwing up (laughs) getting rid of that bad energy is is what the uh, the guide was telling us and so first person had like a violent reaction (laughs) like just it sounded like they could hardly breathe and it was just like they were you know throwing up we all had these buckets because it's it was expected that at some point during this ceremony we were gonna purge um it just looked like a bad time so I was pretty nervous for that um and at first I felt like I was handling it pretty good it was totally like just this mind expansion like I don't know I've 
if any of you guys have smoked cigarettes, but it is that similar sensation, but like times a thousand, like that kind of head rush. And if you close your eyes, it's like a, like a just expansion is the best way I can describe it. Um, and yeah, I basically just started, like I just slouched down and just started hugging my bucket <laughs> and it was just like spitting in it and it was it was pretty extreme um I probably would do it again for these purposes but it's not something I'd ever want to do recreationally uh it's it's quite intense and so that was how it started and I literally ended up just curling up in a ball um kind of immobile like in the fetal position for like the first 45 minutes at least (laughs) so that he basically said you know after this after when you're ready then I'll give you the actual uh, medicine the San Pedro medicine which was in this kind of little uh, green smoothie mixture um, which we were meant to drink afterwards and so for the first 45 minutes, I was honestly thinking that there is, like, some fairly high chance that I wasn't even going to recover enough to be able to drink the San Pedro. That's just how intense it was. Um, so finally, I kind of got my wits back to me. Um, it basically just is like a dizzying experience, like, and, you know, I you just you feel it dripping down your throat because you throw it up your nose and and you you just feel like you need to vomit it out and I'd another thing I forgot to mention I fasted for three days before this ceremony we were told to fast for about two days um given the purging and so yeah after that we I finally got up, um, managed to kind of sit somewhat still enough where I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can manage this. But it was, took all my will uh, to drink this cup, <laughs> and it didn't help that the cup didn't taste so good. <laughs> it was um, not the greatest taste, that's for sure. Um, but it could have been worse. I find magic mushrooms much worse those make me gag really bad this as long as I did it in a few big swigs and followed it with water um, it wasn't so bad and so he said that essentially we every hour you know he'll ask if you if we want another cup and then he said after another hour I'll ask for another cup and like basically said you know after about four like you probably don't need any more <laughs> and so anyways we drink the first cup and I'm still feeling the hape stuff like I'm not I'm just feeling a bit nauseous um yeah but I'm also feeling excited um for what's to come you know Another thing I forgot to talk about was 
for these types of things, when you're going to do these psychedelic ceremonies for personal and spiritual growth, um, you got to go in with an intention. And sometimes I think maybe that intention could literally just be, you know, show me what I need to see kind of thing. Um, and for me, going into it, kind of the week leading up, I really had no idea what my intention was going to be. Like, I was kind of in the mindset, like, you know, I'll get shown what I need to see kind of thing. And I just didn't have much time to think about it, to be honest. I had just taught my first um, meditation class at that studio prior, a few days before. And so I had that on my mind the whole time. It was only two days before the ceremony, and so I didn't really have time to sit down and, like, think about what my intention was going to be, but I just kind of had faith that, you know, it would it would present itself. And just before the ceremony started, when we were sitting down meditating, I realized that I wanted my intention to be... It kind of just came up to be about playfulness, to be embrace playfulness more. And so anyways, back to the to the ceremony. I took the first drink. Um, after an hour, nothing. Felt more nauseous. The drink made me feel more sick. Um, I pretty much just laid down, felt uncomfortable. Um, just kind of tried to sit with the feeling, with the sensations. So in a way, I was, I guess, connecting more with my present experience, connecting more with my body, um, but no pleasant sensations at this time. And he asked if anyone wants another drink, and, you know, I sat up right away. I'm like, yep, <laughs> me, because <laughs> I'm not feeling anything. And one other person asked for another drink, at least as far as I could tell. And so I drank that. Another hour, pretty much the same thing. I'm just sitting there laying down mostly actually a little bit uncomfortable a little bit nauseous I've now thrown up three times um, first time from the, the hape and two times you know about half hour 40 minutes after the drink and three hours in yes you know does anyone want another drink and so, of course, since I'm not feeling anything, and at this point, some other people are feeling things, by the way, at least based off their behavior, you know, people are, are laugh, or at least one person was laughing, um, and definitely seemed to be experiencing something, um, and I assumed other people were because they weren't asking for another drink, <laughs> they hadn't even asked for the second one, most of them. And so I'm a little bit confused, you know, two drinks, three hours in, nothing. Um, so I say, yes, I will have a third drink. And I kind of ask him, I'm like, you know, am I supposed to be feeling something? And he said, like, yeah, it probably should be kicking in. Um, it's more, he said, it's like, it's not like very psychedelic. It's more like heart opening. Um things like that and I'm like yeah 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 like I know I I'm that's kind of what I was expecting what I had heard it was not quite as psychedelic uh as uh mushrooms 
And so yeah, I was just feeling a little bit, a little bit disappointed at this point. Um, but literally, I just needed to be more patient because within, oops, sorry. Ooh. There are some large bull ants around here. And so about five minutes after that third drink, I finally start feeling something. Um, not significant, but just very, very loving. Sensation in my chest, kind of like an opening up, just like what he kind of described, like a, like a heart opening experience. And, but it's just very mild. And essentially that just progressively grew more and more um about 45 minutes or half hour after that third drink i'm having a good time i'm really just just very happy very like joyful um i'm sitting up at this point you know for the first basically three hours i'm like in the fetal position kind of nauseous and and not feeling well but not long after that third one I threw up again and after that felt felt really good <laughs> and I was sitting up I was you know just moving my body just feeling really good grinning ear to ear but still very mild like you know not uh, super intense like I was expecting and so he asks if anyone wants a fourth one <laughs> and I don't even think anyone asked anyone else accepted a third one. Maybe one other person asked for one, but I, I think it was probably their second. Um, and so I'm like, I literally was just like, should I? Because <laughs> I, I wasn't, it wasn't super intense. And he didn't answer. He just poured it and brought it over to me. And so I drank that. And then he also gave us this powder which I hadn't even really known what it was but I found out later the powder was actually peyote powder so essentially just more mescaline and he'd given some on my third one and that so I now had four of these cups plus two of these spoonfuls of powder um, so I had a lot <laughs> at this point I just needed to be patient um, but it was you know starting to come up about four hours in and yeah, so into the experience itself. About, you know, four to five hours in, when I'm really starting to feel it, um, my intention came up. And, well, not even necessarily, like, I totally forgot that I had set the intention for playfulness. Like, when I just got wrecked by that happy stuff, all of that shit was out of my mind. Um, but kind of, I just had this, like, like super profound moment you know where I'm like I need to write this down like the words more play were just like coming out of flowing out of me like more play more play it was just like holy shit this is profound and so like I sat up wrote it in my notebook just more play like I wish I brought it with me I actually planned to but maybe I'll put a picture up um in capital letters exclamation marks underlined like six times it was like the most important words I had ever written down um yeah so this was kind of consistent with this this whole trip was that 
there's a lot of profundity just like holy smokes this is profound um you know uh, this is what i need to fix my life or you know not that anything's broken but like this is what i need and so the more play thing though will come back in an interesting way later in the story um so after that it was basically like kind of these waves and not so much if anyone watching this has tried psilocybin they would know that it comes in these like super extreme waves like it's like and it's like boom you're in it you get deeper and deeper and deeper higher and higher and higher and then it kind of comes down and then it goes back up but this one was like and those are kind of short time period waves um at least they feel like it but this was much more gradual not these super intense highs but there was definitely kind of a wave pattern to it and what i was finding was that there was periods where i was essentially giving myself love you know like First of all, the whole experience was mostly just this essence of love, like this truly heart-opening sensation in the chest, um, just feeling like like you love everything, like unconditional kind of thing. Um, but I was noticing these waves where there was periods where, you know, I needed to love myself. It was it was like I truly felt like I needed to give myself some love, and. I would do that by like cuddling things like laying most of this experience I was laying down eyes closed um, but I was you know cuddling my blanket and the bolster and pillow and and like I found myself moving into strange body positions um, like it felt like I just needed to express my body in certain ways like just strange positions laying down on my stomach and arms out and it just felt so comfortable and like just the way I needed to be <laughs> in those moments to give myself love um and then after those periods when I like gave myself enough love I had felt like I had all of this love to give <laughs> and I really truly had this sensation that um I could just radiate love like just like explode love out me I had this one thought that like we are all just love beams <laughs> like that was what I wrote in my notebooks we're all just beams of love and I just truly imagined that like there was like essentially a spherical beam in my chest that was just emanating love outwards and I even had this thought during it that um I was ended up being like in the middle of the room almost like pretty much as middle as I could have been um, compared to anyone else. There's like one person to my left and a couple people behind me and then three people over to my right and then the guides in front of me. And for some reason I felt this responsibility, you know, like because I'm in the center, I just need to radiate love outwards so that everyone else can feel this energy. And, you know, I... To be honest, a year or two ago, I wouldn't, you know, people would talk about energy and, and, and how you can connect and 
see people's energies and feel their energies and things like that. I used to not believe in that kind of stuff. And even definitely more so in the last year, I had since I had been really uh, going deep into meditation and, and especially at uh, when I spent two months in India, I definitely had many experiences where I felt I felt like I could truly feel energy or, or like feel my energy radiating out and, and things like that. But this experience was like that tenfold, hundredfold. Like I could truly, I felt like I could focus my attention and, and feel other people's energies around the room and kind of get an idea on on what their essence is like and couldn't have words for it um but that's how I felt and so anyways I was just rate I felt like I had to just radiate this love um and some other really interesting things that came up um most of these experiences are meant to bring up they're essentially meant to cure your trauma, essentially allow you to heal. And when I say trauma, like, I've never had any severe trauma. I'm just going to turn the... Sorry, the sun's setting pretty low. Hopefully I have enough light here. But I plan on just likely releasing the audio of this only because it's going to be pretty long. Um, and then probably still the video, but I doubt anyone's going to watch this far anyways. Um... So anyways, yeah, I've had a pretty good life, um, very caring, loving parents, um, no extreme traumatic events that I could think of in my past. Um, but having said that, everyone has what I think, I believe everyone has like micro traumas, um, that essentially form who they are, uh, well, that have formed their negative tendencies. You know, these micro traumas are preventing people from being happy and being themselves um, in the form of just these reaction patterns and things like that. Um, that's something I could talk more about in other videos. It's not really significant other than just take my word for it. We all have these traumas that don't allow us to be who we really want to be and for me I discovered in this experience and that I hadn't really as a child hadn't really gotten enough like intimate love um, from my father and I should say that like he's a great dad and he had done so many amazing things for me and, and shows his love in many other ways um like kind of acts of service kind of ways but me personally I think I needed more like intimate you know words of affirmation kind of love and like physical love um and just more emotional connection and I think um my dad like many men in his generation were kind of 
essentially, I was going to say trained, but just raised to kind of put those things down. And so I never really got that. And I found that kind of come up in the ceremony where I felt, I felt like I was this like little six-year-old Zach who just needed love. And there was a couple times where I just asked um, our guide for a hug. Uh, and he, he said before, they said before, like, you know, if you guys need anything, just let us know, like some, a physical touch, like just our presence, whatever. Um, just let us know we're here for you. We're here for that. And so I had this idea. I'm like, I just, I think I just need a hug. And I ended up just hugging him for like 30 seconds. It was like, it was so special. And I really felt like that was, um, it was healing me. Like it was like, it was like I was this six year old Zach who just needed this love, just this, this connection, um, with like male energy kind of thing, you know, like it, the fact that he was like this jolly man with a big beard, I think just really helped. It was everything I needed. Um, um, yeah, I just felt like I really got... Oh, the sun's down. I can take these off. <laughs> Hopefully the video's not too dark, but at least I can actually see you guys now. Yeah, it was very... Just profoundly healing um, is the best way I can put it. Just, I really discovered that I just need to give myself more love. Um, that... yeah just love yourself more like I feel since then I've felt I can really recognize more when I need that kind of love and sometimes it is just I need to just cuddle my pillow you know <laughs> I don't have a partner or anything so like I can't enlist them to give me love but you can give yourself so much love by just you know listening to your body and just like doing what you feel like you need for yourself you know fill your own cup so that you can so that your cup just spills out to everyone else fill yourself with love so that you can radiate love outwards and that was what I noticed you know I, I had to fill my own cup you know those those cycles it was just filling my own cup loving myself and that allowed me to just radiate love you know I don't know if anyone else was really feeling it, but I felt like I was just, like, sending love beams to everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. So, things kind of got interesting later on. We're We're in this kind of somewhat close to a residential area and um, it's just this little business strip but there's people living directly above us uh, where we were like and it was a Saturday night and they the people right above us had a were having a huge party <laughs> and they'd actually had, had occurred earlier in the night you know 
I have no way. I wasn't really tracking time, but if I were to guess, it would have been nine-ish, like, you know, just kind of on the come up. Um, <clears throat> about five hours in, and, and there was some noise, and, and I remember just thinking at that point it was it was kind of comical, like, like th- they were playing, like, party music, and we're in here all, like, curled up in our blankets um, with this super peaceful, calm music, um, the, the, the duality of the situation was rather interesting to me. Um, yeah, but then, so they left and I, I think they had just probably went out for drinks, but around two or one, one a.m. or two, um, many hours later, kind of after I would say what was my peak, I probably peaked around 11 midnight-ish, um, but I was still, yeah, feeling it a lot. And yeah, around 1 to 2, they came back in full force. Like, there must have been 30-plus people up there um, blasting their music. And again, I was just loving it. Um, I was loving everything, right? And so... And I, to be honest, I have a feeling most other people on the drug were probably loving it too or, or, you know, able to integrate it in their own way, right? Um, but our guide was feeling a little bit uneasy about it, both of them, um, because, you know, they're really trying to create this special, calming, beautiful space for everyone. And it's easy to see how they would feel that this disturbance... Um, distraction is potentially ruining that for other people Um, but I was just like kind of living in the dualities and uh, um, like kind of dancing to the beat there's lots of I did lots of like like spinal movements and kind of just moving my body while I was sitting during throughout the ceremony Um, that was one of my self-love things and so yeah it ended up just kind of changing the whole vibe a couple our guide and and one of the other people in the ceremony went up there and they were gone for like 45 minutes um trying to talk them out of it or you know to just be quiet or shut down the party or something um they told him we were having a meditation retreat um obviously I couldn't really give the full story. <laughs> um, and no luck. Party kept going. And so they came back down. And at this point, you know, everyone was kind of in their own solo journey, but now it's more of a, like, shared journey. Everyone's kind of dealing with the same... We're all in the same environment now. We have the same input. And so we're all... We're all kind of like laughing about it, making everyone's kind of making the little jokes here and there. Uh, we're just trying to like laugh it off. Um, and I think our guide, he said he had just like a moment of uh, true acceptance, you know, where he really, he was able to let go of his expectations um, and really embrace the situation. Because you just, you simply can't control what's going to happen. 
and when he he said he when he was able to accept that it was just like this powerful kind of opening loving feeling and so anyways we're all kind of in the same experience together and I'm just like dancing because I'm thinking too at this point that you know I had said and this is where what I wrote in my journal comes up again I had said more play (laughs) more play and so I'm just dancing to their beat not our music like to their to their party music and like tap into the beat and whatnot and uh, at one point um our guide asked like you know do you guys just want to turn this into like a cacao ecstatic dance and I was like hell yeah <laughs> like I'm already pretty much dancing and everyone else seemed on board um and I had then told him how I had written down more play like this is like it felt it truly felt like a premonition you know like like I, I needed needed to embrace this moment you know I said more play so I'm gonna play um and it was just yeah so just we eventually started dancing and well mostly only me and and our guides um, but other people were there in spirit I could feel it and some just dancing while sitting down and um but it was just so powerful like I'd literally just been reading that week too about how like you know how to how do you integrate these profound experiences more into your life and one of the things that came up was you know do things with your body like express literally just try and express what you learned with your body (laughs) so like that was literally what I was doing immediately after I was just free like so free I'd never danced so free in my life um and even like dancing like that like ecstatic dance of just letting loose doing whatever you want to do that's something that's like really new to me um literally only in like the last well the first time I really ever did it without alcohol was um less than a year ago at uh my yoga teacher training and it was like the opening ceremony that's what we did and it was like that was a profound moment of just really letting loose and then you know I did it a couple times in that and then I went to one ecstatic dance um about nine days before this ceremony and so I'd only done this a few times but like this this moment this was like just so profound I just felt like this was what I needed I said more play and and now I'm just playing I'm just expressing myself um and what's come from that is I now know that this is something I need to do like all the time like pretty much every day maybe I missed a day I can't remember now but I dance at some point (laughs) I've been out at work and so I have a lot of time on my own in the bush um, where my coworkers are like far away and I'll just blast music and just dance like just fully express myself Um, it's something that I need more in my life more more play (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, that was very profound. And then after the dancing kind of calmed down, maybe a couple hours, um, and we had all now kind of bonded a little bit. I uh, hadn't really talked much with other people. I felt speaking was hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. But like connecting more with them anyways. You know, sometimes we were just sitting outside and maybe talking a little bit or just just being in this experience together rather than in individually like we were before. And at one point, um, this girl had... Uh, this girl so there was four guys no five guys and two girls in the ceremony and this one girl I felt this kind of attraction to before the ceremony started um like I remember specifically on the happy stuff uh when I was in the fetal position, she was like across from me and I was just, I couldn't do anything else, but I was looking in her direction and I just felt like this sort of connection. Um, and anyways, so that the dancing kind of died down and, and she was, uh, just cuddling up, looked super cozy. And I was like, Oh, you look, you look very cozy. And she's like, yeah, I am. And you should join. And and I, I don't even know if I said anything, but then I went and grabbed my blanket and joined. And, and yeah, we just had this really... Um, really profound connection, you know. Like, we just had this total heart-opening experience. And then we're started cuddling and so like it was just like this very very deep deep connection um and yeah we basically cuddled for like four hours and and played like kind of teased each other it was was another like more play like this is exactly what I needed kind of moment um because yeah we for like four hours because it must have started around 2 30 ish and and this point everyone's kind of back into their relaxed mode kind of processing what what happened most people are kind of coming down so we're just playing very relaxed music (laughs) the guides conveniently put on uh kind of romantic jazz music which was pretty perfect uh for me and this girl and yeah then it then it all ended it was just that was pretty much how the ceremony ended. We had like this, we had a nice breakfast because we had most of us hadn't ate in a long time, and so we had nice fruit. I was like feeding this girl that I had just met, hardly spoke a word to her, and I'm like feeding her fruit. Um, it was just a wild, wild, magical journey, like truly a magical night. Um, yeah, and. Unfortunately, later, you know, we we ended up planning a date, but then that fell through, and then I went to work and talked to this girl, and she ultimately wasn't looking for anything. Um, so that, that was just San Pedro dealing me another lesson, lesson of, of acceptance and, and um, non-attachment. Um, yeah, 
still still kind of processing that one and sort of how I feel I'm approaching potential relationships and things like that so there's still a lot lot to learn there that's for sure (laughs) maybe it's a never-ending learning curve um but for the most part I've been able to really accept uh accept that for what it was which was like a beautiful momentary play you know and it doesn't have to be more than that um yeah so that's it that's my journey um if you actually watched or listened to this entire thing um i really really appreciate it um i hope it was entertaining and potentially inspiring you to explore this uh particular psychedelic experience um I think mescaline is really powerful uh something interesting it's not as I would say as scary as psilocybin can be um and I mean obviously not sometimes you can have a completely positive psilocybin experience um but it's very overwhelming whereas this one I felt I had my wits about me throughout the whole thing I felt my imagination was like psychedelic like like my thought patterns were totally abstract and and like my creativity and and imagination was like increased thousandfold but I didn't have like these overwhelming bodily sensations sounds sights um that you experience on magic mushrooms so i think it's much more approachable for many people um it is a very long experience so that you have to keep in mind um but it's yeah i think it's a lot uh easier for people to to handle uh early on and yeah it's something that I will most likely try again not for a while I'm sure um I do plan on trying a mushroom trip fairly soon ish we'll see um I haven't really done a really I did a so I've only done it about seven times and one of those times I did a very large dose you know like four to five grams And it was tough. It was really tough. Um, But I learned a lot from it. You know, I kind of really learned to just make distinctions between, um, you know, resistance and surrendering. Like, I truly realized that the only way to get out of your suffering is to surrender to whatever's happening. So I learned a lot from it. Um, But I'd like to give it another go and perhaps learn some important lessons there because uh, the journey of growth is never over. There's, there's always things one needs to work on. Um, 
but ultimately this this experience on mescaline it was really magical i feel like i've turned a new leaf over um and ultimately these things are never going to be useful if you don't actually try to integrate what you learned and so i'm really you know making an effort to to play more to just just play <laughs> to dance to to do things with my body to to sing in the car or in the shower to yeah to just play more do cartwheels build sandcastles <laughs> all of those things I've done this week or this last couple of weeks um yeah so anyways I keep dragging this on so I'm gonna sign out here thanks again for listening or watching uh, sorry for the video quality the sun has now set completely uh, so it's probably pretty dark and I've been trying to change the exposure anyways <laughs> Thank you all. I love you all. And if there's one thing that I would hope people take away from this is uh, more play. Just play more. Because um, we all need a little bit more play. <laughs> That's it. All right. Thank you. Ciao.